What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You podcast. You've got your hosts, Pat and Jules here. You said that and I wasn't ready yet. You weren't ready yet. Well, I'm ready, so how's okay. everybody doing? It's probably going to sound weird because I wasn't ready, so. Oh. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode. Um, what's been going on recently? Have we been watching anything good? Yeah, we watched it. We started a new show. We actually started a new show that I you, have... You can't remember the name? No, I can. Oh, okay. Usually you forget. Shrinking. Yeah. Um, it's on Apple TV and Jason Sudeikis. No. <laughs> oh, you're right. When we were talking about it, I kept <laughs> You always Jason do this with Sudeikis, me. And it's no, not... You no, you weren't saying I was him. saying Seth Rogen. Yeah. It's... um. <laughs> Jason? Um, Jason Seagal. Or uh, yeah, Seagal? Seagal? I don't know. I think. Um, and Harrison Ford, right? Yeah, I didn't really know who he was, but... Yeah, he's from old Star Wars. Um, this is the only show Pat's actually like, wanted to watch recently. It's another one of My these parents shows recommended where this. they are like 30 to 40 minute episodes. Yeah. It's pretty like it's pretty funny. It's actually kind of hilarious. It but is it's really not funny. Meant, yeah, it's probably meant to be funny, but yeah. like the storyline is actually pretty It's like deep. dark comedy. Yeah. It's funny and like he's hilarious and mm-hmm. it's such a good, easy like show to watch. My yeah. mom and dad have been watching and they recommend it and they like love it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you guys should watch. It's funny. If you want like something lighthearted that's just like fun, easy. This is like a segment we do where we talk about new shows. Yeah. Well, it's a big thing for us. <laughs> well, we I want watch, people to give shows. me recommendations I because I feel like I'm always looking. Also, okay, hot take. Okay. I'm scared to say this. So I started Love Island UK. Which is the one everybody loves. Everyone loves Love Island, but they say definitely only UK. So I'm like, okay, let's start it. My friend Caroline, she told me what seasons to watch. So she said like the best ones are like five, eight, and like, I don't know, a few others. So we started five. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know. I'm we not, only made it. I think I've watched three. And, and like the fourth one, I'm like, all right, let me just keep going. And I texted her and I was like, you know, am I supposed to be like sucked in? And she was yeah. like, no, wait till like episode 10. Because there's like 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know if we should keep going or not. When I, we watched Perfect Match and like Love is Blind and Ultimatum, all those shows. And like immediately I'm like, okay, I'm hooked. Yeah. And like, that's what I need from a show. But I'm also just like, everybody's obsessed with Love Island UK. Why? Why? Yeah. I don't it's, know what it is. Something about the way like the sound is too really bugs me. I would say, me. yeah. I was just going to say that one of the hardest parts about it is understanding what everybody is saying. Well, all because of the, of the accent, but also like the sound is weird. Like it's different yeah. than like other shows. I would say it feels like it's not as well produced yeah, I as feel like The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise. Um, or like even like Perfect Match and like all of those ones. Like, mm-hmm. But somehow a lot of people still love it. Yeah, but I'm just like, should I just keep going? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll download it for the plane. Yeah. We're going to, well, when you hear this, Costa we'll be in Costa Rica. Rica. Um, we I'm, have never been, mm-hmm. so I'm really excited, but we'll already be there when this comes out. Um, Yeah, but anyway, the Love Island thing. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Should I keep watching? I, I feel like know. I forgot about that. Because it's been a few days. Yeah, we haven't watched this other show, and I'm just like, I have no desire I just, to like, go back. I have this like, like it's like when someone says this book is so good, and like if I can't get into it, I'm mad about it because I'm like mm-hmm. everybody loves it. Like why? And I feel like really like everybody loves Love Island. Yeah, like it's like the number one show. Actually, though, 
when we watched the last episode together, I think the first few when they're like kind of like coupling up, like mm-hmm. they're just getting assigned their first couple. It's like kind of slow. Yeah. But the last episode we watched was the first like guy, the one guy got to choose who he wanted to be with. Yeah. And he completely stole a girl that was like in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So there was like drama with that. And but we it's were like, okay, that, the thing I don't love about it too in the beginning, it's like, hey, let's just call you Bob. Who do you want to match up with? And Bob picks... Mm-hmm. Julia and then Julia is like okay sure and then like they ask her who she wants to match up with and it could be anybody yeah like I just think the matching is super weird and then they get upset when they like pick someone else but it's like you're giving me five people to choose from and I have to match with somebody yeah I don't know I just have to I don't know I feel bad that in the like, initial matching it. is based on and it's blind just, it's random like, yeah yeah just physical attraction right and like the last girl was like oh I don't know like no one's sparking my interest yet and they're like basically telling her she's like so picky. I'm like, you've literally given her like four men to choose from. Yeah. Like, I think it would take me like a thousand men to pick one. <laughs> you picked me, babe. You don't need to worry about picking anybody else. But I chose you out of all the people I could have chosen. Yeah. True. I don't know. I really want to like it. And I'm just like, maybe I should try watching on the plane. Yeah. Yeah, it probably would be a good plane show because it's very mindless. They're also like an hour long and I can't, there's like 50 episodes. I just, that's such a long, yeah, such I'm a almost long like season. not wanting it to be that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big investment. But if you're like watching it in the moment that you like, basically like you can watch it every day. That's what people like about it. So yeah, like they. That's kind of a cool aspect yeah. I feel like. So maybe we should just start with like new ones. Okay. Like a new season. I'm down to try it because shrinking is going to end soon. So. Yeah. Your hair looks good. Yeah. I just got a <laughs> haircut right before this episode. Um, when, and the guy, he was cutting my hair, was asking, when was the last time I got a haircut? What I usually get? And I was like, I, last time I got a haircut was about a month ago. And I just told was him. It, I guess it was like that long. Yeah, your hair like grows right so quick. Here. And I, he was like, well, what'd you get? And I was like, I just told the, um, barber to just buzz it. And I was like, I've never had that. I mean, I had it when I was young, but I was like, yeah. I never had a buzz cut. So yeah. when I was talking to him, he's kind of like, yeah, maybe we should try and grow it out. Why? I don't know. Well, because the stage of where my hair's at now is kind of like, I don't know. Well, it looks really good now that you pushed it back because it was like, it was like a baby bird's hair. Yeah. Because it was growing out as a buzz. And you, and the original buzz cut wasn't super short. So I feel like that was why. It wasn't that short and I didn't really do anything with it, which I feel like that's one of the benefits of a buzz cut. You don't have to do anything. But your hair just grows like, I've literally never seen hair grow faster. Mm -hmm. Your hair grows so quick. Yeah, actually, Does the your guy arm hair was grow? cutting my hair, Wait. he was like, you have so much hair. Yeah, you do have a lot of hair. I was like, yeah, thank you. You're blessed. Um, um, what else? Anything? The other thing I was going to... Um, Are you drinking a beer? Yeah. <laughs> well, the I just told Julia this right before we started the episode. The um, barber shop, they like give you a drink while you're getting your hair cut. That's so pretty common, like, right? At barbershops? Um... Or whatever, barber. Some places, yeah. It's kind of like a trendy thing, I feel like, now. Wait, what else but, were you going to say? No, the other thing I was going to see, and I don't, we didn't talk about this, so I don't know if you want to bring it up, but the other morning when you woke up with um, kind of a panic attack, and I feel like you've been talking more about that with me and talking more about that with, um, I mean, on TikTok and yeah. like seeing... Seeing a relatability level with mm-hmm. it. So that's what I was like, maybe we should bring that up. Yeah. I mean, 
I think like the last year, and I've talked about this, like how my anxiety has been like pretty much like the worst it's ever been or as equally bad as it was when I was like like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to say about it. Like I am, I was in therapy for a while and then we moved and I haven't gone back and it was not in person. So I don't know. I'm thinking of like maybe seeing someone different. I, I think I would benefit from like seeing someone in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm, yes, yeah, so I don't know. I think some people will probably, I think this would maybe get like some love, some hate about seeing like functional medicine. I'm mm-hmm. sure some people are into it and I'm sure other people aren't. Yeah. I think we talked about kind of changing like what I eat before doing anything else. Mm-hmm. I was on medication when I was young and I just like, really 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 don't want to do that Mm -hmm. um i think that's like last resort for me and i'll just do anything before i have to do that so i don't know yeah yeah i think for me the reason of like maybe just wanting to bring it up obviously last week our episode being all about yeah you know mental health and kind of the the best things we've all heard from our therapist and earlier today i was watching um just somebody that i follow somebody that we worked with on together. And she was talking about on her stories, just how um, like a lot of what you see on social media is not necessarily like the absolute realist person or it's like not. That's like why I made that TikTok. Yeah. So every Friday I'll do Friday morning, Friday morning vlogs on Mm -hmm. my TikTok. And I've been doing that for a while. And that morning I woke up and whatever, for, for whatever reason, I was feeling really horrible. So I like stayed in bed till like 10 and usually I'm up at seven and that alone staying in bed was making me even more anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, then I was like, let me just, once I got up and felt like a little bit better, you know, I kind of canceled the rest of my plans that day. And I was like, why don't I just still do the vlog and just show what I'm doing? And it was, you know, and I think a lot of people actually really liked it. Yeah. Um, the thing that I hate I mean, I don't mind talking about it. It's just that like I don't want and I feel like I already have identified myself as this type of person as like an anxious person. And I'll Mm. always tell people that and people like know that about me. And it's like because it's been so prevalent recently, I'm like, okay, is that like all I am? And like that's really not the type of person that I want to be. And like, yeah, or that's not the type of person I want you to think I am or like my friends or my family. But it's like. They, people just know, like, close people to me. Just, like, I think, think of that when they think of me. And that just sucks, I think. I think the reality of it, and the two things. I think the reality of it is is that that is a big part of, or not a big part, but that is part of you. So there's no reason we need to, like, shy away or hide that or, like, you know, not talk about it. I think it's, like, I so badly don't want that and i so mm-hmm. badly want to be more just this is i mean kind of related like a carefree person and like i know that's mm-hmm. not necessarily anxiety the opposite of anxiety is not like carefree yeah but like i i'm just not mm-hmm. and like i want to be so i feel like there's a part of me that like hides that real part of me because i just like so badly want to be different yeah <laughs> Well, I just said that I was going to say two things and the I said the first and the second thing I was going to say is that like I think I personally appreciate that you do share that, that you mm-hmm. do talk about that. And I feel like there's been and there's been a shift in 
like social media and what people are willing to share. Mm -hmm. But for a long time, it was only people's highlights and it was only the good stuff. It was only the, you know, aesthetic stuff. And the realization is that's not how people live their lives. That's not how every day is for you and I, that there is this other stuff that is like real and human and, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think just the vulnerability to share about it and talk about it and, you know, when you post and when we did last week's episode talking about the therapist, like we get so many DMs, we get so many messages of people saying like, oh, I saved this episode. I'm going to revert back to it because it was so helpful. Mm -hmm. Like there are so many people that can relate to that aspect with our lives than that can relate to other stuff that we share about that might look better or might seem cooler or might seem whatever, Yeah. but it's not as relatable. So Yeah. And I think that was kind of why I decided to still share it mm-hmm. instead of just like canceling that day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I've been doing that more, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we get into this episode? Let's, let's get into it. Okay. Yeah. So for this episode, um, we just wanted to get into and talk about, I think, some of the differences between like dating life and marriage, mm-hmm. married life. And I think we get questions around, and I feel like it's usually people who are like hesitating to get married because of the fear of change. So people always trying to wonder like, oh, what changes when you get married? What's different? Yeah. And I think this is something we've never talked about. I'm not sure that's true. You think we have? Yeah, I feel like we've talked about like what's different, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, it's been a while, so. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like you have specific questions for me. I don't have specific questions. I have I have specific like thoughts that yeah. I think. And I think it's, I mean, how long have we been married now? Almost We've been together years. for almost eight or nine this year will be eight years. Okay. Whew. I don't know oh, why nine sounds long. a lot scarier. Um, um, but we've been married for almost three. Yeah. Holy shiz. Yeah, that's long. Shit, shit, shit. It's actually Holy not shit. that long, but it feels like it's flown by. Well, we and our wedding will only be it's a year and a half. Yeah. A little less. So. Yeah. Um, I know the first question I have written down, and I guess question for you is... um. Did you think fear of change, like when we were dating and then engaged and married, was like fear of change something that like kept us from progressing forward? After we got married? No, like when we were dating, because for you and I, we were dating for a while and I was like, hey, I'm ready to get married. Mm-hmm. And you were like, hold your horses. Yeah. Do you Which think is so it was... also like typically it's the roles are reversed. Yeah. Do you think like fear of change and the things that would change while we were married, like slowed that down for you? Slowed me wanting to get married? Mm-hmm. Um, no. No? I think the fear for me in wanting to get married was, well, at the time it was social norms. It mm-hmm. was that I was too young and what yeah. would people say? When I finally, it clicked for me and I realized that like I actually do want to marry you and it doesn't matter about my age. And I wasn't like 17. Yeah. So that was my biggest fear going into it was just that like, I don't really know what I'm doing because people say that I don't know what I'm doing because I'm too young. 
Yeah. I feel like for guys, there is such a narrative of like, oh, when you get married, like your life's over, so much changes. Actually, your younger brother sent me a video. Uh, it was just like an Instagram reel of a guy. It was like a couple animated couple walking out of a church after they had just got married. Mm-hmm. And the, I guess the husband now, like saying like, bye mom and dad, never see you again. See you friends, never see you again. Oh, my favorite bartender, never see you again. Just like all these things that are changing when hmm. you get married. And I feel like from a guy's perspective, that narrative is like prevalent. Like I You feel know like what's funny? That. Is that like we used to say things before we got married like like I don't want to be the type of wife to tell you like you can't do what you want to do or like you you shouldn't do this or like you can't do that. Yeah. I am that type of you wife. You absolutely are that And wife. the thing is is like I'm so aware and I'm thankful that I'm an aware person but like you say these things like I and it's not that I'm always like you can't do this but yeah. I'm like I never thought that I would get annoyed at you for like going and drinking Mm -hmm. and now i'm like constantly annoyed that that's what you do Mm -hmm. and i think i don't know what it is i think maybe a lot of people could relate to like that is just a funny stigma to me of like when you get married like you like a lot of things like you can't do anymore and it's like people like what do you mean like i'm never gonna be like that and then it's like well we kind of are like that yeah we definitely kind of are yeah yesterday morning it's just quick story saturday morning um I guess we were up at like our normal 7, 7.30. You got up, got out of bed, whatever. I guess made coffee and then we're like sitting on the couch. And What day? Yesterday morning. I think. Oh. And then <clears throat> I was like laying in bed and I was laying in bed with Willow. Mm-hmm. And you came in and like, I'm not going to say aggressively, <laughs> but like with a tone. Yeah. We're like, when are you going to get up? Are you going to get up soon? <laughs> yeah. And I was like. If I get up, I'm just coming to sit on the couch with you. Like, what's the difference? I'm mm-hmm. laying in here on my phone, like, just scrolling, whatever. Yeah. I either do that here or I come do it on the couch. Like, yeah. we're not doing anything. So, what's the big deal? Yeah. And it was... Um, I have my reasons in my own head. Course. Yeah, in your own head. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's there's definitely like, oh, he's still in bed and it's 8.30. When it's like... <laughs> that sounds horrible. We're in a one-bedroom apartment. It's like, we're... Like you're laying on the couch watching cartoons. It's like I come lay with you and yeah. doing the exact same thing, yeah. just not in bed. Yeah. So I forget what my point was with that. But all right. So you said that fear of change really didn't have that big of an impact on you. And I think. I mean, before. I think there was a point where it did. Yeah. But. Yeah. And I think before, and like I was saying, just from like a, I don't know, maybe like a guy's perspective, there's such a. You didn't have that, did you? I feel like you don't have any of the typical things that like guys do. Well, I think I it like like yeah, I was aware of it because it's like I don't, and I sent you a TikTok the other day that was like, "Why do girls care so much when their husbands go and golf?" Yeah, I don't and care about like, that. I like No, I know, golf. but that's like part of the narrative. It's like yeah. like yeah, husbands go golf and their wives, girlfriends hate it. And it's like, well, "Why why do you hate it? What's the big deal?" Mm-hmm. But I so I think that's part of the narrative. Um, the part for me, though, that I was scared of with change, like, remember when we were going to 
we did long distance for five years and then we were going to live together. That yeah. was scary for me. I was like nervous and I was excited to kind of like at the time you were working a job that like you were going to travel for. So I was like, oh, it's the perfect like leeway mm-hmm. for us into living together. And then it was COVID. So it didn't happen. And then during yeah. COVID, we kind of were like, we were, I don't know, that was a weird time for us because I feel like in the beginning we were like, wait, this is like not what we pictured. This is like mm-hmm. not what we had in mind. So that was like a change in like marriage i think that scared me because we weren't even married then but no we were engaged and it also was such a unique because it was not how we had planned and we went from doing long distance to five years to living together in like viv's parents house yeah so it was like such a i mean honestly it was it was fun i love viv i love her brother alex like so grateful for that but it was like from a our relationship perspective like it was just such a different time and like yeah. a different experience just and like, wasn't anything that we had planned obviously no. so it was just like oh this is what living together is like but it was just weird yeah it was not a real um not a real experience of like what like we will never hopefully knock on wood do that again yeah with anybody ever yeah you know so um so we were, we we're talking about like before what we were fearing And I would say now for me, looking back, I wrote down three different things that I think have changed. Since Um, before we were married. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, when we we were talking about this episode, we were saying like, well, are we going to say bad things or good things? Like change for the better, change for the worse. And I was like, I don't really know if I have things that have like changed for the worse. No. I think mostly everything... Nothing's for the worse. Like, no. that sounds so dark, too. Like, yeah, yeah. maybe there's some things that are just different. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're not all, like, in an amazing way. Yeah. But I think we would both agree that, like, most of like, are, most of them. Yeah. Um. Okay, the first one that I think changed for me, and I think early on you and I had, like, some bumps in the road. Just meaning, like, what are we doing? How committed are we? Is in this our real rela- like in, in our relationship? Yeah, we're dating. dating. Yeah, not married. And then we we're like, okay, we start doing this. Like, we're both serious. And then I was ready to get married. You weren't ready. So then I was like, oh shit, that means we're gonna break up because, like, we want different things at different times, mm-hmm. and sometimes that pulls people apart. And then I think, like, the day we got married was like security in my head like times 100 like i just like like, this is mine i was like this bitch is locked down (laughs) no but no but like when you're dating there's always this yeah for sure it's more of a fear of this could end tomorrow yeah and it could end quickly and that was a scary thing for me too Mm -hmm. because in the beginning of our relationship i was like if you asked me to marry you i think it Maybe like year three, I felt like we were on the same page and we were both committed. Mm-hmm. And something just about relationships in general is I feel like throughout every relationship, however long they last, five seconds to 50 years, yeah. there's always going to be like parts of the relationship where you're not on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. And in the be- so like, for example, in the beginning of our relationship, I was obsessed with you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think, I don't think you were as obsessed with me as I was obsessed with you. Yeah. So therefore, I was like a little bit nervous on edge. Then we go through a relationship and like a few years later, you're like, I'm ready to marry you. And I was like, oh, I feel really good now. Like, I feel like we're on the same page. Like, I don't need to get married yet. So yeah. then we're switching places. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like when we got married, we were pretty much both like in the same spot. 
Yeah. And then, so I just feel like my point is, is that like in every relationship, I think there's always going to be somebody who likes the other person more and yeah. vice versa. And I think mm-hmm. it just flips and it goes up and down. And that's something that's like a huge thing that I've learned throughout our relationship. And I've learned that it's not a bad thing. Yeah. And like when you feel like, oh, I like today, I I can just feel I'm like liking you more than you like me. Mm-hmm. And then the next day it could switch. Yeah. And I feel like it's just not a bad thing. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, and I think you just did, like, that still is true. Yeah. That's what that I mean. Still like, sustains that's of like something I've learned that I'm happy that I've learned because I've learned to like accept that it's okay if like I don't, because we're married and we're committed mm-hmm. that like it's okay if we have a week where like I'm just like not feeling it. Yeah. And you are. And then the next week you're just like, I just am not feeling it. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean we don't love each other. That just means like, yeah, we're just human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. No, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me. I think that's my experience with it as well. Just well, I also like, like we've dealt with like kind of helping someone really close to me with this topic because I think people get into relationships and they're like, I just want that chase. Like, I feel like I, I feel like they're already locked in and they're, they like me so much, but like now I'm like, well, you know, I kind of want that chase. And I think the chase is something that you want when you're young and when you can commit to somebody, then there's always going to be like a back and forth chase a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think that's something that probably sustains forever, mm-hmm. right? Like it's never just going to be like, which is good. Yeah. I think, I think of it as a good thing. Yeah, I think so too. It, it's nice to know that like you still have to show up and be there as your best self to try and impress and that you still have to um, and vice versa. Like you, you've right. got to do that for each other. Yeah. You both have to, you know, it's not just like, oh, we tied the knot. Now we get to, you know, melt into the couch and <laughs> just be in love. Yeah, because that won't last. I want that, but <laughs> so... No, and I think when we were dating. Wait, so what was the thing that you said changed? Just like my peace of mind around like security. And this I'll go a little deeper mm-hmm. now because I was going to say, like when we were dating, I and we did long distance, we, like there was probably times you would go out and I'd be worried, mm-hmm. right? Who's she talking to? What's she doing? Yeah. And not because uh, that, it's just like, that. for me, that was natural. <laughs> what? Kind of miss that. Yeah. Now, now you uh, don't worry. Yeah, no. Now it's like I don't worry. I don't think you worry. No, which is great. Yeah, it's nice. Like it's it's peace of mind yeah. because when we were dating, if I went out and I didn't text you, you'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. So now it's like I go out, I don't text you. You're like, well, he's probably dead, but I'm not he's thinking not cheating about it. on me. Yeah, no, yeah. I think more like something happened to you than like you're talking to another girl. Absolutely. Like, I yeah. Yeah, no, the worst thing I would do to you is, like, in my dreams. Like, yeah. It's, like, never. And I think that is, like, a peaceful part of marriage, right? Of our marriage. And, and we used to we used to always joke when we, like, right after we had gotten married, if we were in, like, a little, like, joking disagreement, it'd be mm-hmm. like, you can't even break up with me. Like, now we have to get divorced. Like, we yeah. have to sign paperwork. Yeah. You can't even just be like, I'm breaking up with you right now and walk away. I think the so. only thing that does, I mean, this is maybe part of my anxiety, but it's like, sometimes I'm like, there are stories of people who will say, like, they had a relationship like us and they would have never, ever, ever seen it coming. Yeah. And then, it ha- like, someone cheated. And it's just like, you just never know mm. at the same time. I trust you 100%. And I, yeah. I know that I, you would never cheat I on me. I think what I'm... 
I'm not saying what's changed is like in reality. Like, yeah, you still yeah. might cheat on me. I still might cheat on you. Yeah. But I have more peace with it right now. Knowing like, that I won't. Knowing that I don't think you will. Yeah. Right? Like we're just have more we of dating, a committed. It was not quite as serious. Like, yeah. you know, you're taking it to the next level when you yeah. get married. So now that we've taken it, now I'm like, okay, that's kind of like behind us yeah. a little bit. Is that why you wanted to get married? Yeah, so to lock cheat you, on you down. Yeah, I said that, to lock you down. <laughs> he um, just knows I'm one of a kind. One of a kind. Special. Um, okay. The second thing that I have written down, and this is the one that I maybe see as bad, but it's like good and bad. Okay. Us getting married changed my other relationships. Yeah. I used to be a lot more in tune and closer with my friends, my family members. Mm -hmm. And me too. When we get married, it's like, you know, my, like you're my priority. Yeah. You're my number one ahead of everything else. So like some of those other relationships just changed a little bit. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, even with my parents, I think Mm -hmm. it makes me sad to like think about, relationship with my parents and how it's just like different and not in a bad way just like I think you know I would have gone to them for a lot more stuff but now that I have you I go to you or like yeah obviously we're just together all the time yeah and I I think it gives them peace of mind maybe they don't worry about me like they used to or whatever but yeah Mm -hmm. like the relationships there and with my friends like they're just different and I think it is kind of true like as much as I hate it when people say like oh when you get married like now, like, you don't see your friends anymore. And it's like, no, I don't think that's 100% true. But it is does have some truth to it. Like, yeah, it's just not a, as a, much of a priority. But that's also just a part of life. And, like, growing up, it's not necessarily, like, just because you get married. Yeah. And I also don't think it's, like, yeah, 10 years ago, if you were going to say to me, like, well, Pat, you're going to meet a girl, date, get married. And that's going to mean that some of your guy friends are going to distance. I'd have been, like... No, no way. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to let yeah, that no, happen. Yeah, no, same. I would have been like, I'd never do but that. But then today, I'm like, oh, of course I'd sacrifice my relationship with any of my friends to have a the good relationship that I have with you. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a trade-off that you only, I think, learn through experience. Yeah. Like, nobody would be like, oh, yeah, let me trade, let me trade Frankie for Julia and I'll do it today, day one. Yeah, like, it's not that, though. Like, it's not like... I don't want it to sound like we don't have other relationships. No, not at all. Because it's like not that. It's just that like mm-hmm. I'm going to choose you mm-hmm. over any of them. Yeah. Well, and I think what it comes down to for me is with relationships, you're like looking for – this makes it sound like relationships are like tools to get you somewhere. But like with every relationship, like you're getting something out of it. Mm-hmm. So with my guy friends, it was like, you know, humor and – fun and joke whatever Mm -hmm. and now i just get that from you so it's like it's not that i am like trading but i'm being fulfilled differently glad to hear that i don't know you're not very sarcastic yeah some days we need yeah okay is that the second one that's the second all right let's do the third you ready for the third one yeah um I'm not sure this is the right word for the third one, but, and I've started to realize that I've done this more and more 
recently, which probably means the last year, year and a half, how I like self associate myself, like how I, um, how I talk about myself, how I, whatever. And I'll give you an example of this. So was it last weekend, two weekends ago, I was down in doing like a brother's weekend and I was with my brother's. We were all out at a bar. I'm one of, yeah, I got my five brothers, two brother-in-laws. We're all out at a bar. And of course, like talking to women, talking to girls, whatever. And I'm talking to this one girl and um, she's like asking me where I live. She's like, well, where do you live? Mm. And I say, well, we live in Brooklyn. Yeah. And I, like and you associate I, as in being In this married. moment, I, I, it hit me. I was like, wow, I just said we live in Brooklyn. And then she's like, who's we? I was like, oh, me and my wife. <laughs> and it was like. You're like, dang, I don't have to say that. Yeah. It, well, I honestly I was like in that moment, I was like, wow, I really just said that. Like, And I didn't think twice about it. Yeah. I just say like, oh, we do this. Yeah. Earlier, I was getting my hair cut. Where, do you, where are you from? Oh, we're from yeah. Pennsylvania. It's like I do that I do all the time now. Yeah. And it's like and when you when I introduce myself. One of the first things I say is married, mm-hmm. right? When we were dating, I would have never said like, oh, I'm Pat, I'm from Pennsylvania, and I have, I have a, girlfriend. a girlfriend. Yeah, They'd be like, nice, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, I'm Pat from Pennsylvania. Like, I'm married. Yeah. My wife, Julia. That's like, and yeah. I think they're like, that's Imagine a when you have change. kids. Yeah, of course. Like, that's a big change. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what that's from. I think like that's why... just like it is a part of your identity a yeah. little bit. Doesn't mean it's all of you, but it's like as you get older and if you have if you get married and you have kids, like that's your family now. So it's like, oh, I live here with my family, or I'm mm-hmm. here with my family, or you know. Yeah. I just think that's like part of it. Yeah, I think it's like I don't know how you're talking about it. It's like on a resume. Like, here's let me type like put this out. Like, yeah, I'm a family man. This yeah. this. I'm literally talking about talking to a girl at the bar last weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, we. Yeah. Like, Is that because you didn't want her to think you were no, single? I, I have no idea. I, it, we weren't even yeah. talking about that. Like, we were just like, Yeah, but hey, then nice she would assume. You. you know, like, if you said, oh, we, and then you're like, and then she asks, then. But if I'm like, oh, I live in Brooklyn. Yeah, I know. Like, what's the, like, nothing was going to happen one way or another. This, it was I have just a random a conversation, question. But it was just, yeah. What would be the line? Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't did or didn't do with somebody at like a bar, did or didn't do. yeah like obviously like we go to bars we go wherever I don't go to bars <laughs> yeah remember bars do you guys remember <laughs> bars they used to be fun we like I'm trying to say like if you were talking to a girl or if you were dancing or if you were like what would be the line for you or you'd be like that's not cool like don't do that for me um. Like, I know that if I go to a bar, like, I'm thinking of, like, my bachelorette party, just because, for an example, like, we went to bars, number one. Great. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Number two, we're talking to guys. Cool. You're fine with that. Like, nothing I did, I know you would be pissed about. Yeah. Guys are buying us drinks. Mm -hmm. Great. We're doing that. We're talking. We're probably all, like, flirting a little bit. No big deal. Dancing a little bit. Yeah. What would be your line? What would be my line? I would say, like, um... There was one point, and I've never said this like out 
to the public mm-hmm. on my bachelorette party where I was talking to this guy and I think they were on a bachelor party together. So we were all kind of just talking to them. Yeah. And then at some point he was like kind of following me around. Yeah. And then he said something to me like in the in the end of the night, like something, I don't really, I don't think he was like come home with me, but I, I knew he was also had a baby and was married. Yeah. And because he said that and yeah. he said something like something along the lines of like, fuck it, who cares, like, whatever. And then I was like, shit, I got to go. Like, this is, you know, yeah. like, not cool. And everybody that weekend was on a – it was in Austin. So ev- yeah. all the guys there that run a bachelor party were cheating on their wives. And we mm-hmm. were just like, this is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I think for me, like, yeah, talking, flirting, dancing, like, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. I think, like, you know, like, okay, if you're – what do you t- – like – could those things bother me? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. If you're talking to a guy, thinking, what are you like, talking about? If you're about? dancing what with you? a girl, like that's just not your character. So well, like I'd be like, okay. Like weird. I showed you the video of us dancing with girls. Yeah, I'm not thing. worried about that. <laughs> yeah. So like we were dancing with girls, but it's You guys like, were doing like the hokey pokey. Like yeah, exactly. that's what you were doing. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, if you were dancing with a guy and you're like, I could tell he was enjoying it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah that's kind of like, hey, like, th- that's pretty disrespectful to me. Yeah. You know, like, and I think that's what you would expect. Like, if I, I think came it's home more just like, like yeah, we know each other's, like, I know it would be out of character for you. So, like, yeah, I know that that anything out of your character would probably bother me. And, like, I just know what those are. Like, if mm. I saw it, I would know. Kind yeah. Of. I also think there's, like, it's like how are you talking you to the You would girl know before? it. If you messed up, I would know. And I trust that you would tell me. Yeah. So if you were like, hey, this guy at the end of the night said this to me, and I was like, yeah, let's go. And I held his hand and we walked for a block, and then I realized I stopped. Like, you'd forgive me? Well, that would be like, (laughs) shit, we need to talk. Yeah. Because you were willing to go that far. Like, what about the next time? Is it going to be, are you going to walk two blocks? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do trust that, like, you would tell me. Yeah. You know, Um, me too. I don't, I think that we both would have the guiltiest conscience ever. Like yeah. it would just be like take over. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I couldn't do that to you, but I definitely couldn't do that to Willow. Oh my Willow God. Willow can't be a two, a two household dog. We, we could never do that. No. But. Wait, what was I just listening? Oh, I was listening to a podcast and the girl has an ex-husband and she like has his dog. Yeah. I was like, oh gosh. No, different, but. um, Yeah, so I think that's what it would be for me. Be like, if you knew you messed up, then you would tell me, and that's mm-hmm. when I would know you messed up. Yeah. Other than that, it's like, I think if you're just having fun, mm-hmm. then I was watching something recently, or we were watching, and this was like a topic, though. I think also, like, I feel confident in both of us knowing that, like, I think everybody has a different line of flirting, mm-hmm. and I think some people unfortunately like some i'm just gonna use guys as an example would be like so pissed off if they if their girl was like talking to a guy at a Mm -hmm. bar and i'm just like it's just so natural to be like flirty and like that doesn't mean you want to do something with somebody or like you know what i mean like you can want to like show your personality and like show off to anybody and it doesn't mean that you're giving yourself to them yeah so i just think there's like everyone has a different line of like what's acceptable and yeah there's also just like a level of funness to it. Yeah, exactly. Like and, it's a natural thing. And there's like a nice reminder in it of like 
I can still do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can still have fun if if I... Somebody still thinks I'm hot other than my husband. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This, whatever, two weekends ago at the bar in Seattle. And it's like a dive bar. And I showed Julia's, Julia like the videos of us there dancing. But there was, I think it was a mom of two daughters. And the, the daughters were good looking girls. They were, um, I would say maybe 22, 23. And everybody else there was like we were the other youngest people there, mm-hmm. and we're my youngest brother's 32 yeah and but the mom kept coming up to us saying like oh my two daughters are single why don't you yeah. guys dance with her take her out and we're all like like me and my younger brother are the only two without kids and all my other brothers are like you all are married we're all and married we're mostly all mostly all have kids and we're all there with our siblings yeah like, i don't know what any of them would do but they wouldn't do anything bad in front of any of the brothers yeah so, and she, like, she would say, like, oh, just go dance with her and, you know, like, whatever. So funny. And we we're like, no, we're good. Like, if they want to come dance in our group, like, that's fine. Like, whatever. You know? Yeah. Like, we're not. and Going to, like, seek it yeah, out. Yeah. But then yeah. she kept, like, coming over, like, well, just try and get her number. Just take her out. And it was like, I Did guess she the you guys are all married? To, yeah. And I, she was drunk and yeah. you could tell. But yeah. it was. um like it was kind of fun. Like the mom, yeah. like, like saw us and was like, "Oh, these guys." You know? Yeah, like they would be. But it was like we're not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Totally different too when you're with your brothers versus like your friends. Yeah. I don't. I mean, yeah. Right. It wouldn't make a difference. No, I'm just like, saying, with like my friends. But yeah. yeah, if if it was a group of my friends, one of my group of friends would be more willing to do something yeah. they shouldn't do than with my brothers. Yeah. Absolutely. Was that all of them? Yeah, those were the three um the three things I had written down. The security, yeah, other relationships and then like my self-identity. I feel like I agree. I mean, like I always go back to like something that's changed is just kind of like independence and like sometimes I find myself being like, "Oh my god, like I I can for- I forget who I was before you, not that I've changed that much, but like time has yeah. just gone by. I've gotten older. It's been 8 years. And I think about that when we have kids. Like, a lot of times I find myself, like, trying to be in the moment without kids and just be like, this is so crazy because one day I'm not going to remember what this is like. Yeah. Like, one day we're going to look back when we have kids and be like, what was life like without them? Mm-hmm. And I hope – I reminder to listen to this episode. Like, I hope that yeah. we – I think that's also why we're waiting longer than maybe most people after they get – like, we've been together for eight years. I don't know. A lot of people get married and they have kids right away. I feel like there's a part of me that's like, I just want to keep this and our relationship without kids as long as we can because if we're able to have them, then one day we will and that'll just be like so different. Yeah. Yeah. You want to hold on to like what we have and who we are right now. Yeah. And I think like without them right now, I still feel like young. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as soon as you have them, you get into like a mix of like, okay, now we have kids, like now one kid, now two, now three. And like all of a sudden you're getting way older. And it's mm-hmm. just like this part of my life without kids has – is feel like it's coming to an end soon. Yeah. But like for right now, it's not. It's like I'm still – I still do not have kids. I don't have that responsibility. And one day I'm really excited for it. But it's also just like nice to be like, okay, like we're still in that time of our life. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. Well. So – I think the independence thing for me is like the biggest thing, mm-hmm. but it's not. I would also say, and I remember us talking about this early on. I remember when you 
when we started dating, like me telling you, like your independence was attractive to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then. It's not that I don't have it anymore. Early on <laughs> in our marriage, <laughs> saying to you, like, I'm not sure you're very independent anymore. Yeah. And I would say you've become more independent since coming back to New York. Yeah. Like just being. Well, yeah. I mean, unfortunately for us, our marriage started with like us living with our parents. Like it was just. Yeah. But yeah, I think our long distance at first, we as you know, as much as we hated it, there was also so many parts about it that we loved. Like we felt like we just had this independence. And I think that we'll get it in other ways in our life too. Like, Mm. you know. Just, I think it'll just come and go in waves. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think you're right. We should have done a Q&A for this or just to see what people, like what people are afraid of with marriage or whatever. We can do another one. Yeah. I just always want to get other people's like, I don't know. What's like the majority? Like, are people excited to get married? Do they not want to get married? Do they believe in marriage? Like, what are the reasons, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We could probably do an entire episode just about marriage. And and I liked that topic about. Like lines, like what is crossing the line for you? Like, yeah. what are you okay with? What are you not okay with? Because I think everybody would have a completely different answer. Yeah. We could just do an episode about cheating and infidelity yeah. and just yeah, what that means to different people. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to leave us a review, that would be amazing. We would love that. It would really help us out and be able to like, you know, keep creating good episodes for you guys. And anything else? I think that's it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.